I'm not sure it's a great thing to follow these two uh, legends in economic development. Um, thank you so much again for having us. Um, it's tough following this crowd. Of course, uh, they've got some great things happening. Uh, I always, anytime I end up doing a presentation, it's always after Janie. I thought about wearing my green jacket, but uh, you got it down today, so good job on that. Um, we too uh, would like to thank the FAR Bridge, the FAR ADC, and for really the city of FAR for thinking in terms of regionalism. Uh, Westlaco really is a benefactor of regionalism. What's happening in our community right now is because of the kind of growth that we're seeing all around us. What I do tell people is it's kind of closing in on us, and so whether it's by default or just our central location, uh, we're seeing a lot of really exciting things happen in Westlaco, and so we're excited to, to be in the position that we are. Um, I guess, yep, that's me, there you go. Okay, so we're, we're gonna go through a few things that uh, the, the key word here is, is what matters. Uh, the several factors that really make a difference that we think that Westlaco has to offer in, in a regional growth. Uh, so first of all, I, I know we, we, we all kind of seamlessly use the term centralized location and that, that uh, we feel the same uh, as, as some of the other communities. Uh, because we are uh, growing and we're small, uh, we, we feel like centralized location is important to us as well. Um, one of the biggest takeaways that we've seen re regarding COVID is the value of people's time and the interest that people have in, in spending quality time at home, and it's really been a factor to us here. Uh, so, so some numbers that matter as well, a five mile radius, uh, we're, we're, uh, our population is just over, just under 50,000, but right outside is, is even a, up to 15 miles, we hit the 500,000, and of course the 30 mile, uh, we hit the million. And so when I talk about travel times, you know, maybe the valley hasn't quite hit the idea of uh, a big city where you are okay to drive uh, 45 minutes to get to work, but even within a 30 mile drive, we still have a workforce or a population of over a million. So uh, again, that centralized location uh, where that, that, those numbers matter. And uh, again, some, some other numbers that are important, you see the population, uh, we've, we've heard already the numbers that contribute from Mexico as well. So uh, the labor force, that, that particular number that, that matters to us a lot is that we obviously don't rely on the labor force from our own community. Uh, without the regional growth, the city of Westlaco has to rely on growth uh, from around. So our, our Hidalgo County labor force really is what contributes to the, to the growth that we've seen in Westlaco as well. And of course, logistically, you can see uh, right in between two major airports, uh, 50 miles from the, uh, from the port of Brownsville, and of course, the, the strategic location of the Donna Bridge and, and the Progreso Bridge. Um, the, the, the fun thing that's also occurred in terms of our sales taxes, uh, you can see that the jumps throughout the, the years right after COVID hit in, in 2021, we jumped 15% and I think a lot of our cities did because of the idea that we wanted to stay closer to home, we wanted to shop local, we were more fearful of, of uh, getting outside, too far outside of our homes and so the, 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 the increase in our uh, sales went up that 15% in 2021. And of course, the total retail sales exceeds a billion. That's billion with a B. So uh, we get a lot of retail in the city of Westlaco as well. 
other things that matter, again, is community. Um, we, we feel like we have a small town, warm atmosphere, but we feel like we also have big town amenities. And so uh, when it comes to education, uh, not just the independent schools, the charter schools, the private schools, but what matters is the ability to continue your education uh, is post-secondary education with South Texas College having the second largest campus in the region, only second to the uh, down to the uh, campus on uh, Pecan and McAllen. We have the presence of UTRGV, uh, the doctoral program for their business school, and then of course Texas A&M and the research facility is there as well. So a lot of happening, a lot of opportunities to, to occur uh, if you wanted to continue your education in Westlake as well. Of course, the healthcare facility, facilities are important. And again, these are factors that matter when we fulfill or fill out the, F, the RFIs. Uh, they want to know all of these things. As Jay, Janie mentioned, these are factors that are important to communities looking at your city. Healthcare facilities, a full-service hospital, a, a couple of micro-hospitals as well. Quality of life is important to us, as, as we all believe in. We have year-round festivals, our downtown street festival that's hosted by our staff at the EDC, and so that's growing in popularity, but we pick the coolest months we can out of the, out of the year, which is uh, we start in August and then we end in February, and of course all through March and throughout the summer there's events to occur uh, that are family-friendly and affordable for the families. So... Um, one of the things that, that matters to us about being centralized uh, is the fact that many top agencies have selected Westlaco to headquarters. So all of us know the National Guard is there, the recent uh, acquisition of Glacier, HEB of course is there, the Texas Department of uh, Public Safety, and on and on. At the very bottom of the list you see Rio Grande Partnership uh, and, and the LRGVDC. What's interesting about those two is the amount of meetings that they create and, and, and bring to the city of Westlaco. So even if they're eating at our restaurants or gassing up, uh, the ability to have those two locations in Westlaco as a headquarters is really important. We have a um, what, what we believe is the fourth largest airport, second to Harlingen, McAllen, and Brownsville. Uh, recently, we uh, were awarded with a $5.7 million grant for additional hangars. Uh, we just finished about six hangars uh, and so we, we seem to be growing in terms of the airport. Uh, if you can see, I don't know if this has a pointer, but at the very top of the airport, there's a canal, and we're looking at, the city's looking at ways to cross that canal, uh, go uh, bury the canal, cross it so that you can extend another 1,000 feet for our airport runway. Um, we, during the announcement of the 5.7 million, we went to the hangar, to the Payne Auto Group hangar, uh, a 10,000 square foot hangar that sits about six airplanes, uh, a beautiful uh, location. Uh, if you get a chance to stop by there at some point, uh, a really nice uh, expansion to our airport. Uh, On-site inspections, as you can see, within one hour if you call ahead of time, you can have Customs Border Protection be there as well for uh, your uh, inspections. A couple of designations that we feel are important uh, to growing companies is the, free, the triple Freeport expansion. Uh, a couple years ago, the, 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 the school district actually joined in with the city expansion, I'm sorry, with the city and county uh, exemption. So uh, obviously the school district saw the, the need uh, for creation of additional jobs, and because of the jobs, obviously families are gonna move to Westlaco, and then uh, the, the expansion of their school district grows as well. 
Of course, there's several, there's at least two foreign trade zones uh, and, and the, um, I thought I had it. Um, so yeah, so the, the designations are really important. Uh, the most recent acquisition from um, Johnson Controls is to have this designation because of the amount of uh, materials that they have in transit. Uh, again, the, the key is 175 days uh, for you to have items in your inventory to release out to other parts of the state so that you don't have to pay taxes on your inventory. Uh, we do, I, I think, an exceptional job with STC. We offer STC a $75,000 grant. In the last three years that we've had uh, this program, we've trained over 500 employees uh, through some of the items that you see here. And so that really helps us uh, to promote any industry that might be looking at Westlaco or our region, because we can say that if you're employed in Westlaco through the STC program, if you're short, if your skill set might be short, then through training programs at STC, we can bring that, uh, that labor force up to skill in whatever requirements they have. And then, of course, our staff at the EDC has also been getting better at producing business courses. And so the ones on the right are the ones that you see that we offer ourselves. So the last one we did was how to start a, a business with the presenters that you see, the real estate attorney, the CPA banker, and the city planning department. And so those are all important factors in training our labor force and getting a, a good labor force ready uh, for, our, for our growth. Incentives. Um, so it, just a, a short uh, detail about how we are offered and why we offer incentives. For those of you that don't know how EDCs operate, so we have sales taxes that comes into our community. And back in 1991, the city decided to allow uh, the EDC to become a part of the city. And so a portion of our sales tax that comes back to us, we use to offer incentives to companies. And so uh, the incentive is often based on, on the capital investment of the company and the creation of jobs. And so for us to have monies that are generated by taxes, uh, we use to, to pay companies and to recruit companies to our city. So we're happy to talk about the percentages that we offer. In fact, uh, we, we've, we've made it public in many ways. Uh, if you're a company and you're choosing to expand in Westlaco, uh, we can typically offer you about 7% of your capital investment. So when you know what your capital investment is going to be, you can know that you can get that reimbursed from the EDC on an average 7%, sometimes uh, at one point we were doing a 10% incentive amount uh, with the new industrial park that I'll talk about in a second. We, we uh, obviously everybody knows the cost of construction, but we decided to hold back on our incentives instead of offering 10, we backed off to seven for now. Once we get that park up and running, uh, we, f we feel like we can go back up to that 10% and offer. Um, a lot of what we do is non-monetary as well, and it's really about building relationships with companies. Uh, there's a lot of mediation that occurs with the planning department. Uh, we, we feel like if there's a builder that's having issues with the planning stages, uh, we mediate oftentimes to, to find them solutions. I don't have a picture here, but I wanted to add one at the very bottom of the non-monetary. Uh, we, we can also be, if you saw our, our post on LinkedIn yesterday, we were also trash collectors. Uh, we, we actually went out, we, we learned of a company that's looking at some acreage in Westlaco. We saw that, that there was some blown in debris from all the winds that we get and it lined up all along the fence and we wanted them to have a, 
an impression of what it would take uh, to, to, to be in that particular property. So we all went out, got our shoes dirty, and picked up trash. So we'll do that for you, whatever it takes to make this, uh, to make this happen. Uh, we love our, our Mandujano boots. We love that uh, on every box that goes outside of Westlaco has the name of Westlaco on it, like, like many other cities do that uh, have events or, or items made at home. Uh, every, every community tries to fulfill the, the, a balanced growth, uh, and we feel like we have that uh, happening right now in Westlaco. Uh, take, for example, if, if we had too much commercial happening at the same time without the residential growth, then we'd have um, more expendable cash being divided up more ways, uh, and, and, and we don't have that problem, fortunately. We have the kind of growth that's happening that's residential in Westlaco. We have retail growth, and of course, with our new industrial park, we have industrialized growth as well. And, and here's evidence of our residential growth. So we plot every year the amount of growth that we see. So the dots in gray represent the previous uh, study from 2020 to 2021. And then from 21 to 22, you see the kind of acres that have, have been dedicated to residential growth. You see the amount of lots, the single family. And what's interesting about the difference between one year and the next is the apartments really switched over. So last, the first time we started, uh, we had 964 units. From one year to the next, it practically doubled. And so there's a lot of apartments going up in Westlaco, which really means, like the stat there at the bottom means, you have more families living in a smaller square foot space than you would have had before. Commercial growth is also happening. We have uh, at minimum 311,000 square feet of available land, uh, I'm sorry, available lease space, and uh, 149 acres that, have, that has gone from what would have been dirt uh, to now retail space as well. And so that's, uh, again, evidence of our commercial growth. And then our industrial park, this is our current industrial park. Um, we have about 85 plus companies that they're also intertwined with the airport, as we mentioned before. So that one's almost at capacity. And that's one of the reasons why we moved into this new, this new location. Uh, it's, it's roughly, uh, it started out at about 150 acres, but because of all of the detention and the, 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 uh, the road itself, it's down to about 129. Uh, you can see at the top, the glaciers took the largest portion. The bottom corner, that hard corner, uh, right away sold to McDonald's, and so we are allowed to talk about them. And all of the areas in yellow that you see uh, are under LOI. We're about to sign some contracts, so the, the commercial lots went really fast. Um, and of course, eight, um, the next picture there, you can see that uh, glaciers, actually that building already they have already started. This is an older picture, uh, but the street at the bottom is mile nine. At the top, it's uh, 1015, and then Glaciers is towards the back. Um, and so we're excited to see if you go by that uh, development, that huge uh, building. I think it's about a 45 uh, high uh, ceiling, uh, 253,000 square foot. From what I hear, it's about five football stadiums under one roof, so we're really excited about their uh, anchoring our industrial park. We have a couple of buildings for sale that we can share with you. Uh, these two are older buildings. This one on Pike uh, uh, just become, became available again, so it's ready to move in. It is an older building in the 1970s, but it's really well made, well built. Uh, we all know anything built back then was, uh, was built to last. And of course, we have another about a 69,000 square foot building 
just hard to find buildings nowadays, from what I understand. So just having two in Westlaco is really a minimum. But uh, I wanted to share that with you. Of course, on the horizon, uh, a lot of exciting things happening. Uh, what's not on this list is the expansion of the Progresso Bridge and the Donna uh, commercial side as well. And so again, not trying to compete. I think uh, hands down, Forrest got this uh, under lock and key. But uh, uh, to be able to have additional growth in the Donna Progresso area is exciting. But again, uh, indication of how we're growing as a whole. Uh, the commercial developments continue. The industrial com continues as well. Um, as I mentioned, the hangar at the airport, another 10,000 square feet that went to Payne. Uh, some of the announcements that have come and gone, uh, we're getting a lot of attention retail-wise, and so all of the announcements that you see on the right have been very exciting. And of course, uh, that's us. I, I grew a beard between that time and now, actually this morning, so that's, that's us. But we uh, are really fortunate to have a, a great staff. Uh, what I'd like to also admit and, and, and acknowledge very, uh, uh, very important to us is the leadership in Wessico. Uh, uh, our EDC board of directors and our city commission work very closely together. A lot of the deals that we do together uh, with our mayor, I think the mayor was working with us hand in hand and some of the bigger deals that we've had. And it's really nice to be able to have true decision makers by your side um, in, in the negotiation when it comes to excuse me, talking to some of these companies. Everybody's got a little secret in our pockets. We have one too. Uh, and, 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 and to be able to have uh, the commission on board when these people come and meet us here in Wessico, it, it's exciting to have that cohesiveness with, within our leadership. We really couldn't do it without our commission and our board uh, to give us the guidance and the direction that we need as, a, as an EDC staff. Uh, here to answer any questions, I, I know we did bring some flyers regarding our industrial park, we'd be happy to share. April is here, wave your hand. She's got some flyers with us uh, to share with you on the industrial park and any questions that we can answer, we're here to, to help. So thank you so much.